The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. My name is Jeremy Wiseman, Vice President of Guildhall Wealth, and joining me today is Jerry Karaya, longtime associate here at Guildhall and, and expert in the precious metals market as well, and also currently an expert on the Fed. <laughs> Speaking of the Fed, is it hot in here or did Jay Powell speak today? A lot of hot air, Jeremy. Can't wait to summarize what's been happening. So let's get into the Fed. Before we do, uh, great time in the market today. Uh, gold recaptured. We're recording the show on Friday. Gold recaptured the $1,800 level. We're currently at 1816 as we record the show. And silver right now trading above $24 an ounce. So it didn't take much for, for the market to move back up on the recent dip in the market. And a part of that was due to what what uh, Powell was saying um, in terms of being a little bit dovish. But how about we un- unbox that a little bit and you can give us some more detail. Yeah, as you know, uh, for the last couple of weeks, I've been mentioning that the Jackson Hole Symposium was coming up and this is an opportunity to be getting into the market because historically we look back over the years, anytime Jackson Hole comes around, uh, gold and silver tend to go down the hole for a little bit, temporarily speaking. Um, and we saw a few weeks ago after the P- U.S. payrolls data came out, gold did dip down to 1691 very temporarily, um, got back to 1730. And then uh, this symposium completed today. The Fed, uh, the Fed chairman, Jawbone Powell, spoke for a little bit. And, uh, and gold has recovered back over 1800. So the question is, what did... You know, questions are what did uh, what did he say? Very dovish overall. Um, and what was very interesting, actually, bef- uh, about a full twelve minutes before the statement was released, the U.S. dollar started to dip, started to fall in anticipation of his statement. Because what was happening two weeks ago, the do- jobs data came out, Jeremy, and that mm-hmm. was their that was their direction. Yeah, that that euphoria fizzled; it got digested. So the, the main factor was this tapering. Are they going to taper? Um, so the, the dollar started to drop. Uh, he basically said that tapering does not carry direct rate hikes timing signals. So don't expect hikes just because we're tapering. And they said, and he also mentioned that they could be tapering this year. Not we will, no, no definite statement. So that's another dovish statement as well. Um, so overall, very, very dovish U.S. dollar just broke below a very big spot of support. So gold not just recaptured 1800 but is is firmly above 1800. Is silver back above 24. It does get a little bit boring about how the market reacts to the to the Fed at the end of the day. Let's just keep it really simple. The Fed the Fed prints money. It bails out banks when they when they make mistakes and that money printing is not going to stop. They printed over a trillion dollars back in 2008. They then they tr- printed another three or no another two. So they got it up to four trillion on their balance sheet. Now it's up to above eight trillion. And the t- last time Powell tried to taper didn't go so well. So it's probably not going to be something they're looking to do in the future either. It's all just talk. Mm-hmm. The, their balance sheet moves in one direction and one direction only. When you when you have a country that is beyond debt to GDP, you can't grow yourself out of debt. You either completely pull in the reins 
and just tank the economy or you just let it ride and you just print and print and print and that's where they're headed and that's what's going to keep going and so the dollar might get stronger here and there for whatever reason it's all just noise the long-term trend is the dollar is doomed it's already doomed it's already worth you know 10 cents of what it was a hundred years ago your purchasing power has done nothing but lose over the last 20 30 40 years so where does this go it it means that you have to figure out a way to protect your wealth and protect against the devaluing of currencies. What do you think? Yeah, that's exactly the point is the lack of confidence as well is is diminished. Last week, I mentioned that com- uh, confidence has, has just hit another low. Um, people are seeing through the, the Fed plan. The Fed experiment has definitely failed, if not is failing continuously. Mm. Um, and as we just celebrated, or did we celebrate the 50 years of Bretton Woods, the ending of Bretton were Woods? Were we celebrating that we or celebrating. just marking the but anniversary? Way, yeah, I mean, we marked the anniversary, but uh, Paul gave me an interesting article from FX Street um, that over the past 50 years, even without Nixon, even with Nixon's closure of the gold window, it still supports gold. Over the past 50 years, the price of gold has soared about 4,000%, or more than 7.7% annually on average per year. So it's, you know, you're keeping up with inflation, obviously. In some years, you had some, some great gains in gold, but this is what gold offers. It's that steady, confident move in the right direction. And, you know, I think what people are seeing right now, we get a lot of phone calls of people who have cash in the bank, and they're not comfortable with having cash in the bank. Now, why do you think, maybe you, you've spoken to these these clients as well, why do you think so many people out of the blue, or maybe not quite out of the blue, but the trend is that people don't feel comfortable and confident having a lot of cash in the bank? Well, Number one, it's digital. So we have that conversation quite often. Everything is just too digital. We talk about that a lot on the show. Um, Also, interest rates is one thing. You're not getting much yield on the dollar. You're not getting rewarded for being a saver. And we know that there is a war on cash. Uh, India, for example, a few years back, uh, uh, Narendra Modi, the prime minister, abruptly decided to, uh, you know, eradicate uh, rupee notes uh, on, on a few a few of their dollar bills, mm-hmm. rupee bills, um, eliminating that currency. Literally, you're seeing a war on cash. And then plus, you have potential negative interest rates uh, that could potentially come around the corner. Um, so why is there a war on cash? You know, well, your cash, if it is, you know, in dollar bills, even though it's being eroded and, and debased, it still offers zero yield. If you do dip negative in into interest rate territory. At least your cash is zero yielding. You're not, you know, you're not, you're not uh, losing on the yield. So that's another reason you're losing to inflation. You though. are. That's the biggest right? problem. Inflation, according to uh, shadow stats, is actually north of ten percent. So as long as your money is making ten percent, you're breaking even, Jeremy. Yeah, it, the inflation is undoubtable. Uh, this is a couple of posts from Gold Telegraph. Uh, Chipotle raised their prices on their menu 8%. Taco Bell raised their no. prices 10%. McDonald's raised their prices 8%. Cheesecake Factory, oh my gosh, no. uh, moved up 8%. So it, it's it's there. Um, they put out they put out another post here. Michael Burry um, has had a huge bet that the long-term U.S. Treasuries will fall. 
And Mr. Burry still does not think inflation is transitory. And we agree. It's not transitory. It's here. When you print all this money, there's going to be effects. The effects are starting to be felt. Prices are going up everywhere. Cost to, to move goods are, around the world are, are up like crazy. It's only a matter of time before the manufactured goods have to pass that on to the consumer. So it's here. The government can't ignore it anymore. They can't pretend it's not happening. Now, they're not going to they can't just keep raising taxes that's not going to be good to for election time but what they can do is just pretend that inflation's low and hope that people don't notice but we're all noticing <laughs> yeah. now and i think that's a big part of why a lot of people don't feel comfortable having money in the bank is they see the irresponsibility of government and and central bank collusion mm -hmm. and they say i don't feel comfortable with with the whole financial system scenario anymore how do i feel safer jerry how do they feel safer what can they do to feel safer you convert you convert out of your fiat paper-based system paper-based currencies and you convert into physical gold silver or natural fancy color diamonds investments that stand the test of time it's very simple uh, pick up the phone and give us a call or go onto the website guildhallpreciousmetals.com and browse. Take a look. We always endorse starting small, getting yourself a tube of silver maples, a 10-ounce bar. We have a variety of 10-ounce bars. Silver prices are fantastic right now. I couldn't encourage you even more anymore to get into the market today because as this is a, as you're seeing, you're not stupid. You're seeing the prices moving up. This is not hidden anymore. It's not transitory. This is uh, an effect of the cause, and the cause is the fiat paper-based money system. You had a staple 50 years ago that kept the greedy money printers at bay. As soon as you lose that, you can print as much currency as you want, get yourself reelected over and over again. This is how it works, but we are not the recipients of this money printing. All of that money printing bailed out the banks and never bailed out you, the individual. So take action today. Get in touch with Guildhall. We want to help. Yeah, and you know, gold has averaged for the last 20 years, it's averaged over 10%. So that beats inflation. Silver's not far off of that uh, that gain as well. I think it's around 9.5%, 10%. So both have been been performing against inflation. Now the question becomes, what is it going to look like when everyone is is running for the exits all at the same time? I feel like as far as the precious metals market is concerned in terms of just feeling the temperature of it, I think we've gone through periods where the shelves get cleared out, people are in a panic, they need to get the metal. I think that we're going to see more of those happen. We've seen two of those in the last year and a half. And I think we're going to see additional periods where that continues to happen. And you want to make sure that you're prepared ahead of time. And if the market is already performing, what is it going to look like when gold all of a sudden starts to really ramp up? When, when the trust factor, which is very fragile, starts to break down and there is that rush to get into the market before it's, before it's absolutely too late. And listen, let me tell you, as someone who's been in this for over 15 years, people buy at higher prices. Yes. Now, we've had a lot of savvy people buying over the last several years. Very, very savvy. But in the future, it no one cares about buying something for $55 an ounce. They don't care. They're used to buying stocks for $300, okay? And then in this case, it's an actual tangible asset. In the next segment, let's talk about actual tangible assets, and that includes cash. The number, one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Real Money Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. 
The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. If you want to get some physical precious metals in your portfolio today, just give us a call. Go to the website. Everything we do at, at Guildhall is physical. If you can't hold it, you don't own it. That's one of our, our mottos here. And anything that you purchase from us is globally recognized products, so you'll have no issue with selling that product down the road. Um, these are not numismatics. It's not about collectibles. This is about buying physical bullion, which is the easiest form of precious metals you can acquire. So silver maples, for instance, they're not going to go up in value because they're rare because they produce them en masse. What they are going to do is that that commodity itself is a depleting resource. And it's used in everything from computers, cars, cell phones, plasma screen TVs, anything electronic, anything digital, you flip on a light switch, you just use some silver. So this is a strategic asset, okay, that resource that is being depleted fast. Now, historically, they were mining 16 ounces of silver for every ounce of gold. Now, a lot of people are, a lot of miners are reporting now that it's more like eight to one. So it's becoming even more rare. And to add to that, all of the gold that's ever been mined is above ground. Right. But silver has been used. It is a monetary metal, but it's been used in industry. So there's only, they estimate, two, uh, two billion ounces. A fraction. I, I say it's probably closer to one billion one. ounces. And there's five billion ounces of gold. So if you think about it, it's five times more rare. Gold, mm -hmm. Silver's five times more rare. That said, when gold starts to really rise because trust is fragile... Right. And I think that when we look at anyone who experienced the dot-com bubble, anyone who experienced 2008 the financial crisis, or who walked through the complete debacle and fear factor of, of the pandemic, would you couldn't blame them if they don't fully trust the financial system or don't fully trust that there's something on the horizon that could really destroy trust and what would happen if all of a sudden and i'll put this to you jerry what would happen if all of a sudden there's a bank bail-in what would that look like for canadians i mean what would happen if there's another financial crisis of some sort you know whether the government can't keep printing money or something yeah. comes up or a bank fails mm -hmm. uh something fails i mean the economy is pretty fragile i'm not sure how the i'm not sure how the stock market's levitating you've got all these mandated um vaccines everywhere there's a lot of controversy in that a lot of people are going to lose their jobs it's not like it's not like 99% of the people are doing it. Yeah. There's, so there's going to be even more of a business slowdown. Mm -hmm. You've got people working from home. The businesses haven't gone back to work, right? There's so much questions That's right. moving forward. What would happen if there was another 2008-like crisis? And we already know that it's in the legislation to do, to <laughs> do uh, bank bail-ins. Goodness. What do you say, Jerry? We mentioned Palantir last week, and you also did mention this uh, just now that you know a lot of savvy individuals have gotten into the market a month early rather Wait, than a J2 just one like, second palantir sure. being they bought the, uh, a tech company buying 50 million million in dollars bullion. in physical gold bars not numismatics uh, as you talked about earlier this is physical bullion bars stored outside of the banking system they're preparing for a black swan event 
What can that be? That could be anything, another 9-11, another, another something, but that can trigger a bail-in. It could do something that can change our lives for literally forever. Um, and what are they looking at? They're looking at things like that we're not seeing. Some people are not noticing the inflation, but they are. They're noticing the VIX. I, I mentioned last week there is the volatility index and the VVIX, which measures the volatility index, and that's picking up. And we know that gold and silver both perform when this VIX starts to pick up. So they're reading these signs. Something is about to happen, and they don't know what, but uh, they, they probably know something that we don't. But we need to follow the smart money. What they're doing is getting out of the banking system, getting out of the financial system, financial instruments, currencies, and safeguarding your wealth, hedging against a calamity. So when, do, when people do f start funneling into this market, demand is already high, Jeremy. Demand is huge to supply and getting deliveries is a very tough task for Paul to keep, keep for us to keep managing. Um, but when start, when people start piling into this, to this market, um, prices, especially in silver being such a small market above ground ounces, the moves will be exacerbated. Talking about, you know, the topic of bail-ins, it used to come up a lot, uh, from 2013. That's when the, the, Canadian budgets drafted this this notion that there could they could potentially go into our bank accounts and take the deposits because we are deemed unsecured creditors at the bank. Mm -hmm. This is unheard of, but this is in reality that we have to be be ready for. There could be another uh, bail-in type action or a bailout from you know the for example the Greek financial system or in Cyprus where they went into your their bank accounts and literally took a percentage off of your deposits. Yeah, I think that that was the test case. And very shortly after that, it was put into legislation that there were the bank bail-ins. I think the bank bail-ins will apply to people who have a lot of money in the banks, right? Where it's beyond insurance, what what's insurable. I think I think if that would be something I would be concerned about if I had more than a hundred thousand cash in the bank, because I think that's what it's up to insurance-wise. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I don't think they're going to go after uh, people with less than ten thousand in the bank, but. What one of the things besides the actual physical bank bail-in of go, logging on and seeing less money in your bank than what you had the prior day is the capital controls of saying, oh, that's it. You can't take out more than this m amount every week, Yeah. right? So even if you have a lot of money in the bank, but you can only take out a few hundred dollars every week, we saw that in Greece. That's not a third world country. No. Okay. So if it can happen there, it can happen anywhere. So I think this is something that we have to be prepared for. And I've heard a lot of stories about people trying to take out cash. I had one client a couple of weeks ago. He had to go to three banks to come up with just a little bit cash. of cash. They don't have the cash. So, so how confident can you be with the asset in the bank if, if we go with the term, if you can't hold it, you don't own it? There's not enough cash to go around. The banks don't have enough cash. So... We either pull some cash out for a rainy day, or you have to come up with an alternative of where to store that wealth. Right. And if you're storing that wealth in gold and or silver, sure, you have to overcome the cost of doing business. But once that's done, it's liquid. Now, now you've officially stored it, right? Now you've officially transferred from a fiat currency into a physical hard asset that you can hold and touch, stored in a vault or take it home. And now your your wealth is secure because no one can take that away from you. Mm -hmm. That that is 
That is Security. peace of mind. Yeah, that right. is, I can go to sleep at night. No one can take that away yeah, from me. Exactly. You know, now if you want to go to the nth degree and say, well, what if they want to confiscate that? You're in a whole different world. And you're already ahead of, of the curve of everybody else, right? So I think uh, I wouldn't worry too much about that in terms of why. The question would be, why are they confiscating? Are they going back to a gold standard? You could easily you could easily procure a mine, nationalize a mine, and start mining it yeah. and get the gold. Um, you know, the, the, the central banks are really good at printing money. They could print the money and buy it at any price That's right. on the open market. Easily. I think that would be the one thing that they would want to do if you want to call it a confiscation. They'd come to you and say, hey, Jerry. Uh, the government of Canada needs gold. Uh, we'd like to give you uh, $20,000 an ounce for it. How does that sound? You go, yeah, that sounds great to me. Sure. I'm, I've made my money. And if who cares if they revalue it to $35,000 an ounce? It wouldn't matter at that point because mm -hmm. you're already ahead of the game. And that's another part of this um, is the wealth transfer. Yeah. I think the wealth transfer is something that's very underestimated. Don't you think, Jerry? The wealth transfer is something that is... It's very evident, but it's not not overly overly discussed. And this this wealth transfer is very stealth. It's inflation and and it's taxation, all, all the topics that we need to be aware of and, and have this conversation. And well, yeah, that's wealth transfer from the people to the to the banks, yeah, or the government. But I'm talking about the the wealth transfer for if you're holding gold today, what that's going to look like when the stock market comes down or people continue to hold cash and lose to inflation. But the, the wealth transfer the other way for those who are holding physical metal. That's what we're positioned for in physical bullion. We are going to be resetting into something very, very soon. It, it, the volatility index is showing it. The, the, the sentiment is showing this. Uh, you know, even the Bank of International Settlements is indicating that gold is a very strategic asset right now. Um, and, you know, when the, when the money comes and piles out of equities, for example, nothing performs better than gold. Uh, there is no commodity, no asset physical, tangible asset that performs like gold. Um, the World Gold Council came out with a report uh, just now. Uh, it was actually a very interesting research paper titled Gold, the Most Effective Commodity Investment. Um, you know, we have various commodities out there. People are interested in, you know, copper. Should I invest in copper or gold? You know, or should it be lithium or, you know, platinum? We, we love commodities. Rare earth metals and Rare stuff. Rare earth. Uh, but they concluded that gold is the most effective investment you know, because it it performs um, against inflation, currency devaluation, and it diversifies any investment portfolio. Um, they've concluded that gold reduces risk without diminishing long-term expected returns, especially in allocations that are higher. Uh, they basically simply improve and protect the performance of our portfolios. And they broke it down to six major characteristics. Among them, I, would, I recommend everyone to check that out. We'll probably even post it to Twitter. But it's highly liquid, and it's, it has lower volatility. Um, the one that stuck out to me, Jeremy, was, was this, exactly what we're talking about. And, and during a black swan event, if there is that black swan event, money will pile out of equities. And gold has acted as a better diversifier than any commodity and treasury during strong equity sell-offs. So we know that the, that the stock market is overvalued. We talk about how overvalued the, market, the stock market is, the S&P index. We look at the ratios, this price to earnings, to price to sales, to price to book. We see that the prices or the stock market is overvalued. And there is a moving average that shows. It's a 72-month moving average on the S&P. And this average 
shows that the prices of the S&P is about 40% higher than the mean. So if there's ever a sell-off, it has to go back to the mean, which is 40% lower. That's where our moving average is. You know, but if money is, you know, if the acceleration is, you know, it gets higher. It can blow right through that 40% support. So um, rather than rolling the dice and staying in the stock market for another year, you're better off getting out and putting your putting your money started with some gold and some silver in your portfolio. Wow, Jerry dropping bombs today on the Real Money Show. So I'm here, Jeremy. Uh, information galore right there, and information is power too. You know, I think that it's very important for people to do their research find out why these markets are moving, find out why it's important to have gold. You know, I know that um, we often talk about that a bits and associates, but um, report about why gold is a good diversifier. But it's very easy to see I show people all the time, if you look at gold and how it performed from 2003 through 2007, those were good times and gold was going up double digits. So you know that gold was being a, a great performing asset during good times and then during bad times it was also performing quite well so it was going up during both times same thing same thing between 2013 to 2020 gold was just ticking up i mean there was a period where it came down a little bit i think we bottomed in what 2016 or something yeah and then it just started to tick up hundred dollars a year hundred dollars you know six seven eight percent a year so even during times where it was technically a great stock market, everything was flowing, whatever, gold was still still there in your portfolio performing, performing, performing. And that's what that's why we love this market so much. And of course we want people to avoid the dangers and thrive moving forward. The number one eight seven seven eight silver, the website guildhallwealth.com. Give us a call. Uh, come come uh, visit us at Guildhall. We're happy to show you how this all works, how to get involved in the market, the different ways you can do it, whether it's buying direct or even getting it physically in, an, in a registered account like a Lira or a Lyft. And we'll talk about that in the next segment. The number one eight seven seven eight silver the website guildhallwealth.com. This is The Real Money Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. Throughout the show, um, one of the things that we're excited about this week, of course, um, Hot Air Powell was talking a little dovish and uh, gold retook $1,800 here on Friday. Silver retook $24. That's great. I mean, the pullback in the market was so slight. Um, it was really nothing to break a sweat over, but it's so great to see how strong the metals have performed over the last couple of weeks, even in the midst of the doldrums of summer. So it does make you kind of excited about what could happen in, in the fall. You know, Jerry, we've covered some stuff about the war on cash, bail-ins. We haven't touched digital. I hope we can get a little bit into into digital because I think that does play into it. But we've talked about gold as a diversifier. We've talked about the importance of of having that physical touch to it, that if you can't hold it, you don't own it. You need to know that you own these things. You know, the world... You know, I don't want to. I don't want to come off as as negative, but the world appears to be falling apart at this point, and and you can't avoid it. You can't avoid the inflation. You can't avoid the geopolitical issues that are happening right now. Um, it, more and this more. is a this is a very important time to take care of yourself, take care of your family, and take care of your portfolio, which is one of the reasons why we're so adamant about 
and believe that gold is such an important diversifier in the market. You know what, you mentioned all of these realities that unfortunately we're seeing in the news, especially the geopolitical things that have happened uh, you know, around the world, especially in what's going on in Afghanistan. Uh, mm-hmm. They're negative, but you know, each time that we read and we hear about these issues, that is opportunity knocking. And what we have here is a golden opportunity for you. And this could be, you know, your clear advantage today and gives you the edge for moving this from this situation into something better for you and your family. There's nothing, you know, hands down, there's nothing that gives me more confidence than than offering someone gold and silver in their portfolio. It doesn't, you know, there's nothing that I can offer that can provide that sense and satisfaction that I really need to be, you know, in this, in this market to be able to sell something. I need to be confident about it. Me personally, Jeremy. Yeah. I'm pretty, pretty sure that you can agree as well. Yeah, I think that the whole industry right now is, is feeling um, after years where you're trying to convince people of the reasons to own physical bullion, the the diversifier, the the gains, the the per, the the purpose of having a physical asset that's negatively correlated to a fiat currency, um, all of these things, you know, you're kind of, you know, butting your head against the wall. And savvy people do it, and you know, they've been getting involved over the last years. But I think where we are right now, I think the whole industry is feeling. Um, that they have an important role to play in terms of helping people. And when you yeah. start to hear, when you start to see the trend of people calling and saying, look, I've got money in the bank. I'm not comfortable with it there. We, you know, sh- we understand that. We don't dig too deep into it. It's like, yes, I understand what you're saying. You're not the only one. Here's how we can help to get to get you to a place where you have peace of mind and can sleep at night and know that your wealth is protected. And by the way, you know, when you look at how undervalued physical gold and physical silver are compared to how many ounces it takes to buy a house, uh, how many ounces it takes to buy the Dow, how many ounces um, it is compared to the debts, you know, in 1980, the debt was $1 trillion in the US and gold hit $850 an ounce. That's an 850 to 1 trillion ratio. We're at 28 and a half trillion in the states and counting, not including unfunded liabilities <laughs> and everything like that. I mean, if you take 850 times 28, you're you're into like the the 30,000s. Yeah. For, for for gold. So, we're not talking about we're talking about an inert item, but the currencies are fluctuating mm-hmm. and they're and they're falling. And the problem is is when you don't have an anchor, it's hard to know what things are really worth. I often right. will ask people, what's the value of the Canadian dollar? What's the value of the Canadian dollar? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. It's 1.28 against the US dollar. Well, no, no, that's not what I asked. I didn't ask if it was a comparable. I said, what's the value? Okay, what's the value of the US dollar? Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. No clear answer. No, I, I don't know what but it's But they worth. know the value is moving down every single year. You'll need more of those loonies to buy your well, well, now it's obvious. Five years ago, it wasn't obvious. Five years ago, if you said, yeah, you know, if inflation's at 5% a year, that means every 10 years, you're losing 50% of your purchasing power. Yeah. So 10 years ago, if you made $100,000, are you making 150 now? Because mm-hmm. that's how much you need to maintain exactly where you were 10 years ago. Not bettering. Right. You're not doing better. You're just you're just keeping pace with where you were. And that's if inflation was only 5%. Now, what about a 20-year period? Bang, I've lost 
100% of my purchasing power. If I made $100,000 20 years ago, it's you gone. need to be making 200000 just to keep up. Right. Just to keep up. Now, I don't think that that's where we are today. I think everyone can see it's way higher than that. And we have to figure out a way to, to, to protect against that. And also, when we look at how undervalued gold and silver are, we can get very excited about saying, yeah, all I need to do is if I just do the bare minimum, diversify 10, 15%. What could that look like if gold goes through the roof? If if half of these analysts in the market are right in the physical gold market where they say, yeah, gold could go to 10,000, 20,000. Well, what if it goes to seven? Well, what if gold just goes to 3,500? Mm -hmm. That's an amazing gain from here. Yeah, rather low. I do see gold hitting a lot higher because you're right. Um, five years ago, we were not seeing the inflation, but we are seeing it today. This is the reason is the pace at which the money is being printed is we've never seen this before. They are literally hyper inflating the money printing machine, printing off your loonies as we speak. Uh, gold is going to react in one way, in one way only, and that's a lot higher, especially if we look at gold resetting and you know refinancing all of that twenty-eight trillion in debt plus unfunded liabilities. You know, gold is going to be heading much, much higher. And with a silver to gold ratio back to 12 to 1, for example, your silver will be $800, $900 per ounce. And this is that golden opportunity that we want you, be, be, want you to be involved in. But the first step is just getting into the market, using it as that wealth protector first. The wealth preservation is key. And, and I think it's important at this point when we're talking about how safe are, are the banks and the cash or the financial system in, in general, I mean, if the if the the system was on the verge of complete collapse or ended, and the Fed printed three trillion dollars, now they're up to over eight trillion. How how strong is the financial system really? Let's be honest. I mean, the patient the patient passed in two thousand and eight. They've just kept it on 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 you know just keeping it going for the last eight years, but it's over. It's over. The financial yeah. system has collapsed. Yeah. Um, so printing money's who cares? They don't yeah. care. They don't care about you, right? So in the next segment, Jerry, what I'd like to talk about is uh, pensions and also talk about digital gold. Digital gold, is that something that we should be considering for our portfolio for diversification? The number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. The Real Money Show on Global News Radio. We'll be right back. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. Let's talk a little bit about digital gold. Um, there's obviously different ways to get involved in the market. I'm kind of uh, using the umbrella of digital gold, but um, we could talk about ETFs, um, certificates, uh, pool accounts where you're sharing your gold with others, uh, gold-backed funds where you don't really own the, the product. What are your thoughts, Jerry, on digital gold? Should people be looking for it? Is there a type of is there a type of person that should be using that? Um, what are your general thoughts? Um, my thoughts at first, you know, I thought it was a novel idea. We, we were approached by someone to offer us this ability to, you know, sell this sort of a product, but it really goes against... Um, you know the the reasons for gold. Gold historically, I mean, if if digital gold, the argument is you'd be able to spend your gold. 
historically gold has never been something that you use to spend and and to buy a loaf of bread or to buy your shoes no you're you're using your gold as a preservation of wealth and in the event if you do need to sell your gold something happened in life you can you convert it into whatever currency for the purpose of uh you know hedging against calamity really and truly so to spend on gold defies the whole purpose you know countries don't do that so therefore i'm not going to do that um but you know i understand the need for having things on the blockchain i'm for a digital gold coin if it is my canadian government or the us government using so they're backing up their currency once again with gold and maybe putting it on the blockchain to keep things honest. Okay, but what if what if in that situation they got rid of cash altogether and they just said, "Okay, here's the digital digital fiat currency or or digital currency, but by the way it is backed by gold." Would it I mean, there's issues there, privacy issues, um you know, you, you can't get out of the system at that point. Mm -hmm. You know, you could you could be in a situation where, like in China, they have the social stat, uh, credit score, things like that. So yeah. uh, don't you see issues with a, a, a government going full digital decree? Uh, again, I do. Uh, I, I do believe in holding some cash. I think cash is very strategic for us individuals, knowing that we're heading in towards uh, a lot of a loss of a lot of our freedom. So you want to have something um, tangible and have going full force into digital. It, it's troublesome. I don't. I don't really. I'm not 100 percent for it. But if it's gold backed, um, you know, then we can have that conversation. Yeah, I mean, I definitely see the uh, the benefit of cryptos in terms of being able to get out of the system. Right. I think both are both precious metals and cryptos are, are, are boats getting out of the system. It's good to have both. Um, maybe you're more comfortable with one over, over the other, and that's just a subjective, subjective thing. Uh, let's move on to pensions. We've had a lot of people over the years, Jerry, who have moved pensions over to us working with Questrade. Um, and that's something that people can do. If you have a, 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 a Lira, a locked in RSP, maybe you've just left a company, maybe you've been forced to leave a company, you can move that pension plan over uh, to Questrade and purchase physical gold and silver within that pension using Guildhall. Yeah, I had a, a group of individuals that came from uh, a large corporation that had issues with uh, the type of pension plan that they were in. Um, they wanted, they were arguing for the for gold, they had studies, and one of those studies was actually a commentary from the C.D. Howe Institute, a think tank, a Canadian what, think tank. What was the think tank? A C.D. Howe Institute. Okay. Uh, specifically issue number 76 back in January of 96. And the title was Putting Some Gold in the Golden Years, Fixing the Canada Pension Plan. And the first paragraph just blows your mind. I mean, the Canadian pension plan is a pay-as-you-go pension system, a Ponzi scheme in which the benefits of each cohort of participants are paid from subsequent cohort contributions. It's very similar to the banking system that we have here, Jeremy, and the global financial system, which is fractional reserve where your deposits, their future lending programs depend on your deposits. So if, you're, if you pull out your deposits, they can't lend their money. And if everyone starts pulling their money out of the system, the system just fails. It's a Ponzi scheme. So having this written from 1996, shortly after the Jays won the World Series, I mean, this, this has anything been fixed with the Canadian pension plan? So we have individuals coming to us today with the same concerns. Well, I love, I love how the, the answer is, is, well, let's just bring in more people <laughs> to pay into it. But 
how else are we paying them? What else? How, what other ways are we are we um, are we paying for for people coming into the country and things like that? Right. right. It's like uh, the 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 stresses on everything that we do for in in this kind of like socialistic country. So um, you know, even even. Um, uh, universal basic income. It's like you can give everyone universal basic income, let's say 500 a week, 1000 a week, and then all of a sudden prices start rising and people say, well, you gave me a universal basic income, but I need more. It's not enough. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you're, you're not going to stop people saying, well, now I got to go out and get a job if I want to keep up. It, the, the government, it's going to be tough for the government to kind of keep that going um, and get you onto that kind of slave, slave train, train yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, dropping bombs right there again, Jerry, about the pension plans and understanding that it it's time to take care of ourselves. It's time to get out of harm's way. And that's what physical precious metals really does. I know it does that for me. That's why we're still here. That's why we're, we're so keen to, to helping people diversify away from cash, away from um, equities, and making sure that they actually have something that they can hold in their hand. Remember, if you can't hold it, you don't own it. And it's very important during these times when when things are very much up in the air. And I think when you're living through uncertain times, that physical gold and silver is giving you that certainty. Exactly. And we want you to go on to our website, guildhallpreciousmetals.com, and get your orders in because next month, uh, at the end of the month, next month, we'll be pulling an order number and the We'll do a draw, and if your number gets picked, you will be a good win. You'll be a winner of five silver maples. So get your orders in, uh, guildhallpreciousmetals.com. Get started with a tube of silver maples, a ten ounce silver bar, a five gram gold bar, a ten gram gold bar. We have it all. Check it out. We have some good selection today. Yeah. So we just launched the the new e store, guildhallpreciousmetals.com, and it's been revamped. It's faster than ever. The, any product that's there, you know that it's in stock and very easy to put your orders through. And so what we're doing is we're saying, look. Put your orders through the e-store, get used to using it because it's going to be fast and easy for you to continue to acquire metals through there. And by using that that website, we're going to start um, doing a promo that at the end of the month, uh, we'll, we'll pull one out order out, pick a name, and that person's going to get uh, five ounces of silver. So what a great, a great reason to get involved in the market. I wonder if they would have done that for the vaccines, if I might have changed my mind on some things. The number one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. Thank you so much for listening this week here on The Real Money Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And can't wait to speak to you again next week. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.